Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. I was thinking as as you were singing, you're improvising that stuff. Yeah, that it's kind of like we're talking about the divine and and what's that like and how do we unpack that and and so the divine is this field of infinite potential and it holds everything and when it speaks to us in a way it's like that it sounds really cool you know we can kind of feel it's good but what the heck was it saying and and I think that when we talk about Jesus, you know, get me Jesus on the line, it's Jesus is like the translator. And so when you experience Jesus, it's a way of understanding what that infinity is because that's too big to, to really get it otherwise. It's not the only translation. You know, there's the whole switchboard there. You could say, get me Buddha on the line. Get me my grandmother on the line. Get that, get that dog on the line. We, we were praying up before the service, and Zeke was in the middle. And, and I was watching, actually, Zeke, because he had already figured out that Sylvia is this tremendous dog person and he's he's just looking at her and she was wagging her tail with him and they're they're in this communication going on and and he was so attentive to her and I think that's what the divine does it's it's just fixed on us like in the meditation saying I just adore you you are so beautiful which is a different message than most of us get from ourselves and got as we were growing, right? But that's, that's what the divine is trying to say. And, and so it sends messengers like dogs and Jesus and your grandmother and whoever it was for you to say, this is, this is what I'm trying to tell you. It's all about love. So I invited Sylvia here to talk with me today because we were at the conference together for the Northwest region and she was sharing some of her experiences as she's going through the process to become a unity minister and and she's had some real shifts <laughs> around God so yeah I have I have to say though I, I don't think it is coincidental that dog spelled backwards is God right that's that's all that's all I'm saying for me that that is God um, so, some of you know, but I was raised pretty heavy-handed fundamentalist Christian, and my biggest evolution uh, in my spiritual growth has been moving beyond that sense of a separate, out there, and pretty terrifying God. And I'll give you just one story I shared earlier. I can remember still, I was probably eight or nine, I'm in our little white steeple country, really, country church. It's got a row of red velvet pews on either side. It goes up to a big podium up here with like a five times life-size crucified Jesus, right? And Pastor DeWeber, I can't even believe I can remember his name, is on fire about something, something, you know, and his white hair is flying and spits flying out of his mouth. And I'm sitting next to my mom, and he literally says at some point, he said, one of the benefits for those of us who are saved is that we will get to watch the unsaved gnash their teeth in hell for forever. And I looked up at my mom and I was like, Mom, I don't think I want to go. I don't want to go. I was like, I didn't want that God to even notice me. 
And so if you had told me, even six months ago, I would be up here talking about Jesus, I, 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 you would have been dreaming. But we have had to, part of Kevin and I are going through the ministry program, and they have 18 required prerequisites. Six, I think, total have to do with the Bible and Jesus and Christ and all of that. So um, it's been an odyssey, and the, 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 the growing edge for me is being able to hold openness for communication with the concept of Jesus as a spiritual being. And I'll show you something. I had to bring this. How, how many of you have seen, it's a pretty well-known, little devotional book called Jesus Calling? So four years ago... Clearly not a big Jesus crowd here. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you couldn't see it, but there were three hands raised. <laughs> four years ago, my life hit a really rough patch, and it was really, really transformative, and I had nothing to do with Jesus at that point. But... A couple gave me, who are very devout, gave me this little book. And the kindness, if nothing else, spoke to me at a time when I needed some kindness. So I opened it up. This book is called Jesus Calling. But even then, I had to put a label over Jesus. I, had, I put a label and wrote, I am. Because I could get around that, that concept of the I am. I think you might want to speak more to that either this morning. Of the I am? D don't hold me to what I said this morning. I have no idea what I said this morning. <laughs> I, I know. Well, okay, I, I'll go on a little. I don't take all the time. So, one of the, I think, I think for me, for sure, and I think for most of us, our concept of God evolves as our concept of ourselves evolve. And I had a very powerful experience of that right about the same time that life blew up and I was given that little book. And I reached a place where I was so broken that. I had my identity crack, and it felt like mass destruction. But in a moment of that, for the first time, I think what I say now is I met my spiritual self. I lost the sense of boundary, even of my physical body, and I directly experienced a connection with source, with something expansive and way beyond me. And the, the concept I am was not in my frame or my language at that time, but that is exactly what I said of it. I met the I am, and it changed my life. And from that moment forward, my concept of God has very much been shifting into, I'll just put it right out there, I am God. It's the I am content, yeah, woo! <laughs> That's the growing edge, and I think that that's one of the really beautiful things that unity brings, is the concept that we are, we ourselves are extensions of this God energy. And that's how it's personal for me. I am now at least open to this Jesus thing because it keeps knocking on my door left and right. So I'm staying open and willing. Um, but I, I definitely, I definitely, I, I have been personally healed by the notion of Jesus as a way shower instead of a way that it's either that way or the highway. Right. I think that when we think about the divine, because it's so big and it contains all that is, it's, that's an awesome way to think of it. I, I really love that whole quantum field idea that it just extends everywhere. There's no edge to it. Anything that we could desire is there already now but 
<clears throat> if it's out there and it's not here, it's not helping. And so what I love about the unity way of thinking about it is <clears throat> it's like the sun and the rays of the sun. The rays of the sun are what touch us, right? If we're, if we're lying out sunbathing or, you know, yesterday I was waiting for Jeff and I walked down the sidewalk and found the sunny spot in the sidewalk. I didn't want to stay in the shade. And, and so it's the, the rays of the sun that feel so good and nourishing to us. But you don't say, well, that's, you say, oh, I'm going to go stand in the sun, right? But the sun is technically this globe up in the, in the cosmos somewhere, right? That it is separate from the rays, but you can't really separate it. And it's, I mean, it's analogy. It's like wave on the ocean kind of thing. We, we do the best we can with human language to wrap our heads around what this is, but we are like those rays of the sun. The only way that the divine can touch anybody is through us. And it's not just us humans, it's us animals, it's the beauty of nature. You know, most of us go outside in this part of the world and, and really just feel so filled up by nature. And people are always saying, nature is my church. Nature is a place where God's fingers <laughs> are reaching through, these rays are touching us. And, and so, it's a paradox because at the one time it's infinite, it's everything, it has, it can't be defined. As soon as you define it, you've limited it. But it's also personal and it expresses in ways that we can get. So when we say, operator, get me Jesus on the line, it's like we want a way to experience that connection. You know, there's a wonderful concept that's new to me, but um, in unity, that differentiates between personality or personalized and individualized or individuation. And I really do believe mm -hmm. that it's those moments when we drop personality, what I tend to call ego, we drop this constructed sense of our identity that we open up for our true expression, which is the individuation. We each are are, we're all connected, we're all one, and yet we are unique expressions of that divine allness. And it's, it, I think it's in the individuation when we're more in a, in a Christ consciousness that those rays are really shining, mm -hmm. really reaching out. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's because we all have our lower self way of beings at time, but, but that's what we're called to. That's when, that's when we feel in resonance. When we're, when we're behaving that way, when we're letting love flow and express as us. And this is something that it takes practice because left to our own devices, we wouldn't always you know, be our most elevated selves, right? We well, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much always there now. <laughs> <sighs> You know, that ministry program yeah, is better than I realized. <laughs> <laughs> and the humility is just growing yeah. as well. And in fact, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. 
our, our evol the evolution of our own sense of ourself, I think Angel was an awesome example of that. She caught herself in that place of, I'm separate from, I'm in need, where is it going to come from, and realized, uh-huh, I'm more than that. I, I'm, I'm all of this. And she really stepped into that elevated mm -hmm. aspect of herself. And mm -hmm. I, I think in thinking about this talk, you've mentioned it a couple of times, language is so limited for talking about this kind of stuff. You know, it, it, it's just, it's very difficult to put in language, but I think we know it when we sense it, mm -hmm. right? We know we're, we're, we're in godness, we can sense it. Yeah, and that, I, I for think- me, nature for sure is a big, it's easier to access there for me. Yeah, I think that's really an important distinction, the sensing it as opposed to talking about it, which we're doing right now. And because our minds need something and, and it's in our minds that we put up the resistance, right? So for example, you, you talked about your story about Jesus and maybe you can share that in a minute, but she's got all this resistance up because Jesus is part of, it's the baby in the bathwater that she threw out back from that um, trauma upbringing that she had around religion. And, and so if Jesus is trying to come through, Jesus is saying, get me Sylvia on the line. And she's like, no, 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 no. She's not going to listen to that. Yeah, you're blocking the call, right? It's like caller ID, eh, eh, not, not taking Jesus's call. <laughs> so um, I don't know where I was going with that, but tell about that story. Well, we're doing great up here today, aren't we? Yeah. Um, what I will say is something that, that is really opening up for me is, again, being able to talk to Jesus. Even to say that out loud still feels a little strange to me because of, of the, all of the unlearning, as Robin mentioned. That was an awesome prayer, by the way. The unlearning that I've had to do. But I swear, everywhere I've turned this last four years, Jesus has been knocking, and I've been not really wanting to go there. Um, I got to working with A Course in Miracles very intensely about three, three and a half years ago now, and I struggled with it mightily because it is actually put forward as Jesus speaking, being channeled through this woman and putting this out there, and I just had to kind of sit with that and dial into the, to the truth that I could sense underneath that language. Everywhere I turned, though, the Jesus thing was coming up. And I had, just about six months ago, this crazy experience. Angels were also coming to me. People were mentioning the angel thing. And I had as much baggage around that as I had around the Christian thing, right? It was very hard for me. So I'm sitting in my little hot tub. One of the things I love about A Course in Miracles, it says on our spiritual journey, if we're bumping into a teaching or something that we're having difficulty with, is just to be willing just to stay willing. So I had this angel message coming here and here and people mentioned. So I'm sitting in my this little This is like tub. Harry Potter and the owls, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm sitting in my little hot tub. It's warm, it was a warm day. So I had, my house is very small. My sliding glass door is right there and it goes right into the little kitchen. And this, uh, you know, I've been doing my morning practices and my meditation and everything. And this angel thing kept coming in. So I finally just said, okay, okay. I'll just be willing. I'm uncomfortable, but I'll just be willing. And in that moment, something caught my eye, and I looked over, and floating down from inside my house, from, in my, from my ceiling in my kitchen, was a white feather. 
And I just thought, okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> okay, angels, help me out. I'm, I'm for it. And the same thing is really happening now with um, the concept of Jesus. And I could only get there because of Unity's teaching that it's a way shower mm -hmm. and that it's not the only way shower. But I realized I was blocking this whole body of comfort and help from myself just because of my rebelliousness against the way I had been raised with it earlier. Mm -hmm. I think that the whole story of Jesus and when you read in the Gospels of that, there's so much richness there in terms of learning how to be in the world. And I think because I heard it enough through my growing up, it's, it's something that comes back. I, I don't really actually spend time reading the Bible unless I happen to be teaching a class in it. But, but the, the phrases come back to me. You know, there's set ones that they'll pop into my mind or a story will just pop into my mind. It, it's, it's part of the, the fabric of my soul. And that might not be true for all of you, and, and I'm not saying it has to be. What I'm really hoping that everybody will walk away from here with is a willingness, a willingness to, if, if Jesus might be somebody for you that could help you on your way to show you a path, to just be willing to let that happen. But it doesn't have to be that for you. I'm not saying I, you know, everybody needs to take Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. I am not saying that. I'm just saying if you have slammed a door the way Sylvia is describing, consider cracking it open. Even if... Jesus has never been part of your journey. The Course in Miracles that's so powerful was channeled by, was she Jewish or, or atheist? Atheist. Atheist. <laughs> she, she had a really hard time with what was happening to her, I have learned. But I think, wasn't she raised Jewish and now she was atheist? She, she's, she was atheist. I don't know if she was raised Jewish. She was atheist and a psychologist. Saying she was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's so two, two traditions that have no room for Jesus. Yeah, no, yeah, so. for sure. And she channels the Course in Miracles. Yes, which is just an amazing body of work. And there's one, there's a, so the Course in Miracles is Jesus speaking. And there's a line in there that I love related to this. Um, and before I say that, so I, I think, yes, being able to open up to, you know, whatever kind of communion with this spirit that is Jesus was a, was a person. I think the other thing that it's really helpful to me is the concept of this as an example, a, a human being who remembered his divinity. And that's what, what is very powerful to me right now about the whole Jesus example. And there's a line in Course in Miracles where Jesus is saying, everything that I am, you are too. It's just that I'm nothing else meaning he's dropped the ego and the limitations and, 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 the, and the pieces of us that keep us in ourself with a small s versus in ourself with a capital S. You know, you were talking earlier about that pastor's idea of heaven was that you got to watch other people suffer. Um, I had an experience where 
I, w I'm I was. Sure he meant well. <laughs> yeah, I was experiencing a past life regression, and in that, I was having a recall of something that was truly horrendous that I had done in another life, and I was, I was in a state of revulsion at that, and somehow, somehow I got from that state of revulsion to a, an understanding of what was the higher intent behind that aspect of myself when, and the action that was taken. And I realized that it was trying to encompass love. And as soon as I was able to give myself that grace of, you know, that former self, that grace of recognizing that, oh, there was a high intent there, even if it got really twisted in the process, I just dissolved into this state of love. And, and it was like love was just reverberating everywhere. It's all that there was. So when you say he's nothing else, that was my, there was nothing else. And, and my heaven had always been um, up until then, you know, someplace that you go afterwards and for eternal peace or whatever. And I was like, for a type A personality, that was not attractive. You know, it's like, but yeah, but what am I going to do? Come on, we've had time on the cloud, it's okay, let's move on. Um, but in this state of love reverberating, I, I had the thought, oh, well, I could do this. This feels so good, I didn't ever want it to stop. The kingdom. Yeah, it is. It's the expansiveness into love and the remembering that who we are is love because that's what the divine is ultimately. It's love. And, and that's what we're here to remember. And whatever channels, whoever we need to get on the line to remember the truth of who we are, that's what we need to be about. So let's celebrate that. Love is what is the truth.